Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the first episode of our podcast. I'm Aiden Nathan, and today I'm joined by a man who is known as 1520. You may know him as Caden Ali, but his actual name is 1520. So, can Kate, you tell us a little bit about yourself? Caden is just a nickname, alright? I, I really don't like it when people call me that, honestly, but people are, for some damn reason, uncomfortable with calling a person by a number. I don't know why. Like, come on, people. We're a changing society. It's 2020. If, oh, get that, that man Elon Musk, okay? He named his kid whatever the A12-something, alright? What does that? And my name isn't normal. Come on, people. I mean, I could understand back in the 80s when I went to school, you know? We had to fill out our name on forums and shit. They wouldn't allow numbers on there. But, come on, it's 2020, people. God damn it. Okay. Um, that was a very, very livid introduction. So, can you tell us about how exactly, why exactly you were called 1520? Uh, well, I was called because I am the best runner in Wyoming, okay? With a mile time, 1520. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? In my prime, I was fast as All right. Now, I've got a lot of running experience in my time, you know, more than this fool, all right? Just don't listen to him, let's be honest. But, uh, yeah, I came here to share my wisdom with you, my infinite wisdom, all right? I, I'm just full of good ideas. With my 47 years of running, oh, man, you better listen up. All right, we're going to start off today with something fun. Everyone loves pickup lines. So, my question for you, if you were in a pinch and you needed you needed to use your go-to pickup line, what would it be? I'll, I'll go first. Mine would be, I went to go follow your boyfriend on Instagram and it said, edit profile. You know, that's good and all for like a fifth grader, let's be nice. honest. I mean. Coming from someone who has years of experience picking up girls, alright? Sure. I got the best pickup lines, alright? I can give uh, them to you. Right. And all you right. know what? Here's the one. It gets all the ladies dead, alright? You'll get them instantly. Girl, are you a track? Because your curves got me dead. Okay, I'm, I'm thinking, to be honest. If, if you're talking to a track girl, she probably doesn't have curves anyway. You're not wrong. <laughs> not wrong about that. That's why you don't use them on track girls. All right. You know? All right. All right. All right. All right. Moving on. All right. Today we are going to be talking about how to run a faster 5K. Um, Fifteen twenty here has a lot of experience with running. Oh, of course I do. He I've been running from my problems experience. all my life. <laughs> I I I'm also going to share with you the tips that I've learned from the past three years. Um, whether or not you've been running for six months or six years, I think these tips can help anyone. So let's get into it. The first tip I have is to be prepared to run. That means having good running shoes and being hydrated. Because I'm going to tell you this, if you do not drink any water all day and you go out and run, it's going to suck. It's going to suck. Water is good. Wouldn't you agree, 1520? What are you talking about? Water's the only reason I'm surviving. I don't think that's very good. I mean, I want the Grim Reaper to come any second now, but water's the thing keeping me alive, goddammit. I kind of wish I lived in, uh, what's the place called in Michigan where all the 
the water Flint. Flint. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, I wish I was in Flint. That would be great. I'd be <laughs> dead in a few minutes. Well, that sounds like heaven to me. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, it's important to be prepared. Just before before you can even think about running, prepare yourself. Okay. Next tip that I have is probably the biggest tip. If you want to run faster in the 5K or whatever event you're running in cross country, but it's to stay consistent in the summer. Whether or not, like, whether whatever level of cross country you are at, however fast you can be in the season is determined by how much you run in the summer. And your summer mileage should be consistent every day. You don't need to go too fast, but make sure you're running consistently because that'll put you in a good spot to run fast times later in the year. What do you have to say about consistent summer mileage, Mr. 50? I mean, I think consistent summer mileage is great if your summer mileage is like half a mile. I mean, who needs to run more than that? I'm on summer to vacay, bitch. I ain't trying to run. You kidding me? All right? Like, you run during the school year, sure. It takes a little stress off your, uh, you know, all your sensitive selves, you know. Oh, no. Your schoolwork's making you sad. You got to go run to get rid of your problems. But, uh... Yeah, what do you need that for during summer? Come on, get outside, enjoy your lives, you deadbeats. That is, that is why he has a 15-20 mile time, alright? Yeah, it's the greatest time you've ever seen. What I have to say about consistent summer mileage is no need to, no need to go ham. Just stay, stay really easy. You shouldn't be putting yourself through a workout every day. Just easy running in the summer. There's a saying, run slow to run fast. And what that means is don't kill yourself every day. Take your recovery days really easy. Take your workout days, take your workout days harder. And that brings me into my next point, which is incorporating your workouts. In the summer, uh, if you're training by yourself, you should do some aerobic workouts. And what, what some examples of that are tempos and fart licks do them once or twice a week and they should be significantly faster than your easy recovery runs what I say for tempo is 30 seconds per mile slower than your race pace so it should be a workout but you also shouldn't be maxing out every day and after a while once you're really comfortable with doing workouts and easy runs you should try to incorporate a long run once a week that's 20 to 25 percent of your weekly mileage so if you're running 40 miles a week, maybe your long run is 10 to 12. That's just, that's the rule for long runs. What do you have to say about these workouts? I mean, your advice is so shitty. It seems, it, it shows so apparently how little experience you have in running. I mean, come on. The best advice my high school coach ever gave is that if you're running a 5K, why do you need to run more than a 5K to train? Just run a damn 5K as fast as you can every day. And you know what? You'll get a better 5K. I mean, come on. It's common sense, people. There's a reason I'm running a 50-minute 5K, okay? Because I'm the best. I am the best in Wyoming, all right? I am probably the better than the majority of little kiddos nowadays, all right? Because you know what? I run a 5K, and I run it fast. 
every single damn day, all right? That's how you be a faster person. That's how you be a faster runner. You don't run more than you have to at a slow ass pace, all right? We're not trying to be snails here. We're not trying to be long distance snails. So shut the fuck your bad advice, all right? Listen to me. You're running 5K fast every day. You'll run it faster in the race. All right, maybe, maybe I should take your advice when it comes to my training. Also, injuries are for pussies. <laughs> You'd know a thing or two about getting injured. <laughs> but, okay, that brings me into my next point, which is doing the little things right. Maybe you're listening to this the day before a race. Maybe you're coming back from an injury. But this is, where, this is what really sets the difference between the good runners and the great runners, is the little things, which is eating healthy, stretching, cross-training, and doing core. Right? If you're, I guarantee you that eating healthy and getting a good night's sleep will help you in your performance. You might just feel better, you might start getting better times, but eating healthy and getting enough sleep has a direct correlation to your running. Wouldn't you say so, Mr. Kate? There's only one thing I think you should do when you're running, alright? You don't need sleep, you just run, okay? Every single your day, you run. All right, you run fast, you run hard, you keep running 5Ks. You want rest? Too bad, you don't get any rest, okay? That's how you become a good runner. Good runners don't quit training. So the only thing I have to tell you is this. Run, bitch! Run! <laughs> oh my god. You, you have some sort of a radical training plan. Can you tell me where, where, where you've learned your, your, your revolutionary training programs? I mean, I go to all the best of websites, you know, um, with all the new advance of technology, you know, it really helps. You get to see a lot of new things. Back in the day, all I really had was my coaches to tell me what to do, and I just did what I felt best as well. Um, that worked for me back in the day, but I think I've become a much stronger runner in these past 10 years or so. You know, looking at some great sites like uh, 4chan, there's plenty of good people there that can tell you how to run fast, especially if you're trying to hide a dead body. Um, oh, there's a good site called The Onion, you know? Great news, great running advice. You know, I once heard Kirby got cancer. I didn't even know that none of these mainstream me media sites like a CNN, whatever the f*** that means. They don't report this important information, all right? You gotta know this shit, people. And you know what? I'm the best runner now, all right? I'm better than ever have been because I get reliable information. Unlike this phony right here who's trying to tell you, Oh, run distance runs. That. That's all I gotta say. Okay. Um, you know, great insight. Um, next point is core. Personally, like, th there are plenty of coaches out there who will say core makes you a stronger runner. You'll be much more stronger when you run up hills. You'll have much better form. And, you know, I'm sure that's true. I I've never really experienced that. But... You know, definitely core is something you should work on. And plus, it looks really good when you take your shirt off and run. Oh, finally you say something correct. <laughs> Honestly, like why are people doing sit-ups unless you want to get a six-pack? I mean, obviously got to have a six-pack. I'm not denying that you got to do some of core or else you look like a fat little bitch. You know, they say people like dad bods, but nah, nah, I tell you right now. At this point, we've come to a point where I'm supposed to talk about mentality, but... You know, honestly, I just want I just want to hear it from you. What is your advice on mentality when it comes to cross country? 
you gotta have a strong mental set, alright? You're a weak bitch, you're not gonna get anywhere in cross country. You're gonna be running, I don't know, two feet, and then you're gonna sit down and cry, alright? If you wanna run cross country, you gotta be smart. You gotta be strong. And you know what? Most of all, you gotta hate yourself. You can't run cross country if you don't hate the ever-living shit out of yourself. That's why we experience such pain and we deal with it. Also, I'm pretty sure, like, 99.63% that all cross-country kids are sadists. The faster you are, the more you like the pain, okay? That's a proven proven theory, alright? You, you can go look it up. I'm pretty sure you'll find, like, three papers in, like, 1900 that approve that, okay? Um, outside of that... If you really want to strengthen your mental set, um, a great way to torture yourself is just go to school as much as you can. Um, try and stay as long as you can too. Talk to all the most boring teachers. Uh, that will definitely give you some mental scarring, and uh, that's great for the men That's great for mental spirit, you know. Um, maybe hit up your local gang. Try and get involved there. Yeah, just get just get some real life scarring shit. That's how you really strengthen your mind. All right, so. You may have taken a lot of things from this interview, but I hope that this is the biggest takeaway from the interview. Never trust anyone from Wyoming. Thank you, guys. Oh, fuck, I gotta go! Okay, ladies and gentlemen, today we are joined by none other than Bryce Ward. Hello, Governor. Bryce happens to be a self-proclaimed love expert. So, tell us a little bit about yourself, Mr. Ward. I'm going to be honest, I have no clue how to do British accents. <laughs> That's not the point. Right. We, just, we just need you to tell us a little bit about yourself. A little bit about me? All right, um... So, as you heard from Aiden, Luke, Nathan, my name is Bryce Ward. Um, I am a male. I'm 16, and I'm single, ready to mingle. Um, um, I am... I currently attend... Wait, no, I can't say that. Um, I do cross-country with the boys. Like, we have 1520 over here and Aiden. Um, and yeah, that's, that's about me. All right. Um, today, we are going to be talking about dating and relationships since that is your area of expertise um, what do you have to say there are, I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of guys out there who are looking for advice on how to get that girl that they like or girls that are waiting for advice on how to get that guy that they like what do you have to say that people should do in 2020 to get the person of their choice. Oh, uh, yes, of course. Now, the one thing that I'd actually point out that I would love to start off with, especially because sometimes I feel like it's a very, it's a very massive double standard. But you see, it is not always the guy that has to say something to the girl. Ladies out here, there is a chance for all of you. There's a chance for everyone in this world. Am I right or am uh, I right? Debatable. Keep debatable. going. Okay. Come on, hoe, speak up. Um, so. Well, that, that's the first thing, that's the first thing. Um, ladies, to all you out there, all you wonderful people, it doesn't have to be 
the guy that asks you. You can always take initiative. And some guys might even like that. You never know. It all depends on the guy. Um, that's about it for the first thing. Anything you want to add on? Um, yeah, in relationship, if there's, some, if there's someone that you see out there, what advice, what tips can you give to make a good first impression on the person that you like? A good first impression. That's also very, imp that's also very important. Um, the first impression, that's the whole thing. That's like, they say it's about 90% of what they base you off is the first impression that you give to somebody. So you always want to make sure that first impression, <laughs> you always want to make sure that first impression is really, really good. You gotta, you anyways, anyways, <clears throat> you gotta make a good first impression. That's always very key. Um, some things to keep in mind when you're talking to a person for the first time is just making sure you're confident, make sure you're loud but not too loud. You gotta have like you gotta have mediation with everything that you're gonna do with someone. Mm -hmm. Because if you're too extreme to one side or the other, it can sometimes tend to freak people out. So really it's all about just keeping mediation, staying true to yourself. And that's all you really need to know for the <laughs> Alright, so Bryce here has plenty of experience. He's done all his research that he can on this subject. So, what is the best way to ask someone out? The best way to ask someone out. That's, that's a tricky one, you know. I've had a lot of people ask me that in my time. Um, in my 25 years that I've been doing this, you know. It's been pretty tough. It's been pretty tough. It all depends on the person that you're talking to. You know, with funny people, sometimes maybe a pickup line will work, but... It really all depends. Like with funny people, a pickup line, of course, like I just said, that could work. Um, maybe with more serious people, it's always just more about like a more formal approach. You know, it all depends on the person. Not not everything is gonna work for everyone. It's all about doing it based. It's all about doing it based on the kind of person that you're talking to. So um, fifteen twenty here, actually, he has a lot of experience. I know. With asking out woman, oh, no. huh? please please don't get him started on this. No 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 no. Well, no. I mean, if you want to get my honest opinion, um, see, I've asked out plenty of women in my time. I've got plenty of chicks dying over me. All right, but you know what? My will is strong. I live in Virginia. You know why I live in Virginia? Because I refuse to give my virginity up for these nine god loving hoes. All right. If you don't worship Jesus as much as you worship me, you're not for me. All right. So. But any, any, anyway, I pick up plenty of girls. That's the point, okay? So I got the, I, I got the goods. I told you my best pickup line already, okay? That shit go, that shit gets all of them, all of them, easy. Now, what you really need for girls is you have to understand them. You have to understand their mentality, all right? What they want, it depends on how they're, they're feeling. You know, you gotta read them. If you're at the bar, you're just trying to pick up a chick, she's probably there either because she's lonely as hell and she'll be desperate to go over any mother alright? Or because she's sad. You just gotta tell her the amount of beer she's drinking, alright? She's taking like 20, she should probably be dead from alcohol poisoning. Um, if she's taking like two, she's probably sad because you know girls like well, alcohol intolerance is uh, lower than Aiden's body count. Um, that's not saying much, or, or yeah. Not saying much at all. Um, honestly, Bryce probably has more experience, even even with all the chicks I picked up throughout his 25 years. He's been going at young girls, old girls, girls that should be dead, like Queen Elizabeth. Um, everyone. He's been picking them all up. <laughs>
All right. Thank you for that insight. But say, Bryce, if there was someone who wanted to make a move, they just don't know how to do it, what advice would you give? All right. So, again, another very commonly asked question. This is all really textbook stuff, I think, at this point. Um, Ooh, professor of love. Yeah, that's me. I'm Dr. Love. Um, no, really, there's nothing. It's not too much to it. Um, don't overthink it, but don't underthink it. It's, again, all about moderation. Moderation is key. Um, no, really, it's all just about being chill and making sure the person knows that, like, oh, I'm not, like, I'm not going to, like, die if this doesn't happen. You, know, you got you to gotta be laid back about it, you know? You know, Aiden, Aiden, would you like to add on? Because I feel like you have a little bit of experience in this subject as well. Maybe you can give a different take on it. Um, first of all, I would like to say that I am not, like, an expert on this. I'm not really qualified to give advice. <laughs> um, but I'll just, I'll just give my thoughts on the situation. Uh, yeah, you definitely don't want to come on too hard. Don't want to come on too soft. Don't want to seem like a pushover. Don't want to seem like... Uh, don't want to seem like a douchebag, okay? Some girls like douchebags, but, you know, yeah, you have to see that before you go on. But, yeah, just sort of, like, being open and honest with the person you want. Because I'm pretty sure that's that, that'll work more times than not. Let me just say, this is how you end yourself in the friend zone, okay? Don't listen to this fool. This man is sadder than the sheep to person count in New Zealand, which, by the way, is whack as, okay? N New Zealand's just a whole shit show, let's be honest. If you really want a girl, all you gotta say, POKE HIM PUNCH! That gets him going in an instant, okay? Every girl listening to this podcast right now, oh... Oh, there they wanted me, alright? Because you know what? I, I know what's in their hearts, okay? So don't listen to this fool. He's just gonna end you up with your heart broken, alright? You gotta play the douchebag. And you know what? You gotta be good at it, too. Yeah. I, I know some things about that. So, yeah. You may not want to take my advice. But, again, that's just... That's just my, my thought on the situation. You, you might think that 1520 here is more qualified. He probably is. Even though that advice seems pretty... Pre pretty Great. Pretty yes, good. I agree. All right. Well, Mr. Bryce Ward, you are a love expert yourself. But tell us, for us on the podcast, is there anyone that you have your eye on right now? Uh, in fact, there's not, you know, really, from time to time, there have been people that have caught my eye, but it's been a while since I've really seen someone with stuff like COVID going around. I really haven't been able to talk to that many people. It's been a little bit rough, you know, um, but in the end, I think eventually someone will come around and maybe at that point I can use my expertise from what I've shown you guys here today and maybe find someone of my own. Wait, wait one second. You said covid you, you actually believe that government spy shit come on that's obviously just some propaganda that the government wants you to believe come on man okay. you're better than this you dumbass let's not bring the government into the podcast uh, I'm a, I, I know I you have really a few want things to. to say about this government uh, i know you really want to oh, but bryce let's go on continue about dating in the covid world 
All right. What are some COVID safe ways of finding that person that you like? Uh, well, I mean, for a lot of people, especially those who are older, Tinder is always an option. You know, um, I, I personally, again, I don't have a ton of experience because even though I have had 25 years in the field, I've never taken the time to go into that by myself because you know that can be that can be a dark and scary world. Oh, that's sometimes. a damn lie. That's how you picked up the queen, you dumbass. Do you not remember that? Or were you blackout drunk and is that why you went for her? Because I mean, I can understand then. <laughs> okay, what is your preferred method? of going about and finding someone? A preferred method of finding people? Usually, a lot of the time, it's just, I see someone, I'm like, yo, you see look someone cool. Like, like, see someone where? Well, I'd see him like, maybe if I'm at an event or something, if I'm at a... <laughs> in the playground, that's where. Yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, in the COVID world, where there aren't many events, in the COVID where would you see people? You know, that's pretty tough. I mean, sometimes, you know, you still, out on the road, sometimes you still might catch like a few on, girls yeah. on the streets. You might see a few girls on the streets. Yeah, you know, it's it's not rocket science. It's all pretty simple, really. It's all just about being lucky, being in the right place at the right time, finding someone you click with, and bada bing, bada boom. You're talking to the person, and congratulations, you have yourself a girlfriend. Can I just say right now, you brought up another dumbass thing you said, rocket science. What is that? That's just some made up government shit. The earth is flat. We all know this. Come on, people. Right. Wake up. All right, all right, all right. God tells well, me that the earth is flat. The earth is flat. Okay? Final question. Over social media, because social media is becoming a very important part of people's lives at this point. I know Bryce has a snap score over like 2 million or whatever it is. But... How would you pursue someone over social media that caught your eye? Um, again, I don't have a ton of experience in the field. You know, all that online stuff, it's all very scary territory. It's all very dangerous too. You know, there's always the potential of especially catfishes. That's one thing that I would like to address especially because at times that can be very dangerous. Um, you know, a lot of times you see Um, you see someone, they're actually someone that you think they're not, and you know, it's really tough sometimes. That's why mm -hmm. online can be a pretty dangerous place, so you gotta be pretty confident with knowing what you're going for before you go after it. And that's that's really all I gotta say about the social media stuff, is just be careful, because that is all unknown territory. Alright, Bryce. Thank you, Bryce, for your insight. You've really helped you really helped the community out with your advice. Of course, of course. Anytime I loved being on the podcast. It was awesome. You want to try that again? Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys. And remember, 